Hi friends, I'm Paige. And I'm Abby. And welcome to a Love Like This podcast. Well guys, we hope you don't mind, but this week we let Mia and Ben take the reins as they sit down with our good friend Joel New. Joel is about the same age as us, but has been running his own business for the past three years and left school in grade nine. They had an amazing conversation about starting a business as a young Christian, how to better connect with people and build meaningful relationships, ways we can start to use social media for the better, and lastly, some ways you can start bringing faith into your life without being directly religious. Also guys, another reminder that a love like this is now on Patreon. If you wanna support the podcast, have exclusive access to episode polls and have your name mentioned each week, make sure to check out the link in this week's show notes and consider supporting. As always, thank you guys for always tuning in. Make sure you are subscribed and enjoyed this week's episode. Pretty much like just to get the gist, we just want to hear your thoughts about, you know, what it's like studying a business as a young person and leaving school as, as early as you did. It's actually our first question, which is, um, you know, like what encouraged you to leave school as early as you did? Because I think you were 15, 16? Yeah, yeah, I was 15. So I pretty much, I left school end of year nine. So I will. That was, I think I was 15. Um, so it was in 2015. So yeah, I'm pretty young. <laughs> but um, so I left school and then I we opened up a cafe. So mum and I started doing this cafe and that was like, that was always mum's dream. They had sold their other business and um, they were just like, we want to do this cafe. So mm. um, I started working with them full time. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the conditions for me to leave was I had to work full time and study full time. Um, my parents are super strict when it comes to business, but not really with school. It's like the complete opposite to your, your average parent. They're like, if you're going to do this, you've got to do this like this well. But um, yeah, so I, I left and I was studying full time. I was just doing like an online course in Cert4 mm-hmm. in um, business leadership and management. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of helped me a little bit with the business side of things. But most of that did come from like your family. Like you guys would know that as well. Of course, but yeah. Um, yeah, left when I was 15. I, I learned so much in that, literally in the first like, probably the first couple months of me leaving school, I had learned an insane amount of stuff, just schools for some people, but it wasn't for me. And I learned so much more doing like some real life stuff than even like university though. Like I studied business leadership as well. And like you learn so (laughs) much theory and so much like frameworks and models and all these different things. But then it's like, this is nothing like what it's like in the real world. Like, yeah, you can find the applications of it, but it reminded me of like year 12 English where like you're analyzing a poem and they're like, oh, this is a metaphor. And I'm like, yeah, but the the person writing this didn't write this to be a metaphor. Like they just wrote it because it sounded good or whatever it was. That was was inspired by something. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And like in real life, we do all these things at work and in business and when we're interacting with people. And then it's like, oh, looking at it from an academic perspective, it's like, oh, it's this, this, this. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm not thinking about, you know, like emotional decision yeah. making while I'm trying to sell something to a client, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. But I think that's the same with you, Mia. Like you got the confidence to come work for dad because it was family fostered. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I just think it's yeah. so amazing how like some people are really blessed because, you know, like their parents have owned businesses or they've always grown up in like the small business kind of world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess- Okay, another question for you, Joel. This is kind of going off script here, but like what encouragement would you give to like a young person who wants to start a business or they they want to be self-employed, but maybe their parents aren't the same as what ours are? Like mm. they're not encouraging of that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is you, you kind of, because you, you want to respect your parents, like no matter mm. whether you agree with them or not. And that's biblical as well, like respecting your parents. Mm. But um, you, you do have to prove to them as well. Like- you, you know, you shouldn't have to prove yourself to people, but when it comes to your parents, 
um, they always want the best for you most of the time. Mm. So you do have to prove yourself in the sense of like, yeah, I can actually do this. I can, I can make a living off this job. Mm. Um, Cause at the end of the day, that is why you go into business. It's to make a living. And so you can have the freedom and all that stuff. Yeah. You, you, it's just proving yourself and mm. don't just leave your job, not have a single bit of income. Yeah. Like be smart about it. Like work mm-hmm. part-time. Like when I, just before I started this business, I was like at the cafe working full time and I would mm. just do this at night. I would just do like free freelancing kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. then it slowly started to pick up clients. And then I mm. I had to sit down with mom and dad because they're, they're good in the sense of that stuff. But I sat down with them. I was like, look, I'm actually very interested in doing this and pursuing mm. this. And they were like, just as long as you can still afford to go out and have yeah, fun, yeah. you can still yeah. afford to live your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just proving yourself. So I had to prove myself in the sense of yeah. not just jumping into a business without anything. Yeah, it's really, it's interesting you say that because like we see like a lot of things on social media and in books and it's like, it's all about the hustle, like commit, it's all or nothing, like entrepreneurs or risk takers, yeah. like like these things that are just slammed down your throat when it's like, in reality, like most small businesses yeah. aren't, aren't formed like that, you know, like even like no. my side hustle doing content creation, like I did that yeah. when I was working at Bunnings, when I was working for dad on the side, you yeah. know, and it's, it just slowly progresses into this thing that you become more confident in. Like even like with you, I'm sure with say like pricing, for example, like you start yeah. off and it's side hustle pricing, but then once you get the confidence yeah. and you start to build a portfolio, then you can start to yeah. you know, prove to your parents, hey, like this is actually a feasible, you know, way of providing for myself or providing for a future family or, you know, whatever it might yeah. be. So That's so true. Because there's someone in mind that I'm thinking of that um that's a friend of the twins and he's in the exact situation of his parents wanting him to, you know, follow the traditional path yeah. and go to university, but he wants to do videography. And so, I think in his mind, it's all or nothing, you know, it's like, I have to drop everything and just do videos. And it's yeah. like, you know, it doesn't have yeah, to be man. the case, you know, you can embed it in your life in certain ways and in ways that are more, you know, feasible and accomplishable. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I think with that as well, um, like if you're in a job that you don't like, go find a job that you do that can also relate to your side mm-hmm. hustle. It's mm-hmm. like, if you're into videography or like, that's what you want to do, go work at a creative agency or go intern with someone. Mm-hmm. So you get experience working because like, you would know this as well. You work with, you don't just work with one person as a freelancer. You work with like three to four other people. So like go get a job that's in that field and then you can kind of, you get the lingo, you start to learn how to deal with clients and all that mm. stuff because every industry is different. But that's yeah. probably the, the advice that I would give. Yeah, no, that's that's brilliant advice. This one actually came from me. We were talking about it yesterday when we we're putting together some questions, but you were mentioning, you know, you might be moving into a new office and you've been dealing with different people from different businesses. Do you have any like daily routines or like rituals to help you like get into like a work, a work, you know, like mindset? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, cause at the moment we're still technically working from home, obviously like we're at an office right now, but um, majority of the time in like the last couple of years, we've been working from home. So having that like balance of your work life mm. and your home life, you really have to like switch it over. Like mm-hmm. every time I get up, yeah. I would, yeah, I'd, I'd try and like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go have a coffee. Like I have a shower in the morning, go have a coffee. And then like, that's pretty much like my, I'm, I'm ready for the day and make sure that I like dress up, try and like, doesn't have to, like I could still wear a t-shirt or whatever, mm. but like put some like, don't just wear my pajamas when I'm working. Yeah. Not, not your nice <laughs> but, um, silky Peter Alexander's. Just, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you got to like, it's it's a it's like a psychological thing. I don't I'm not a psycho psychologist, but yeah. It's just one of those things that I've noticed for myself. I, if I'm just it just makes me a bit lazy if I'm not dressed up and ready for it. And also, like the busier I've gotten, I've had like last minute meetings come up and people are like, oh, they call me, oh, can I quickly jump on a Zoom? They're like, 
share my screen with you about this thing or do this thing. And I'm like, rather than saying like, oh yeah, I just got to go get changed. Yeah. And it, it builds respect with your clients as well. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it is. What about like on the flip side of that, like at the end of the day, is there anything that you do to kind of like help with that separation between work and, and yeah. home life? Because I, I find yeah, well, that kind of harder sometimes yeah. than starting the day. It's like shutting You don't know when to stop. Day. She's Finishing like, she's like I'll yeah. go for a walk at four and then I'll come do a bit more work. But then that leads to like, it's now eight o'clock at night, Mia. Like you've now worked <laughs> way in excess of what you originally planned to do. Yeah. No, it's so true. Especially when you're like your computer that you use is also the computer that you would like watch Netflix on is, mm-hmm. the, is the issue. So um, to, to finish the day, I'd probably... I, I shut off my emails at like 5.30. So I just close it and I'm like, obviously notifications still come through, but I've just learned to ignore the notifications. And like, I get like like 200 notifications every day just from Facebook because we're managing all these accounts. And it's just like, I've gotten, I literally miss notifications because I've just blocked them out. Like I'm, I'm not looking at them all the time, but um, yeah, shutting off my emails and then just having like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to finish at 5.30. But there is that part as a business owner. And also like if you're working or you're heavily involved in a business, then you've got this thing where you still have to be constantly on. Yeah. Like if a client's calling me at like 5.45, I'm like, I'll probably answer it because I'm still, you know, in the mm-hmm. zone. I'm like still doing something. Um, or if I get like an urgent text from someone, I will reply to it. But there is that yeah. point, like pretty much like six onwards. I'm like, I'm done. I can't do anything yeah. else. Unless it's urgent, mm-hmm. nothing else. I can come back to this in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That's really interesting because I think it's kind of applicable as well to um, the twins talk about this a lot in terms of like social media and screen on time. You know, it's the kind of the buzzword at the moment, like how much time people are actually spending on their phones and and on social media. And from like a social media perspective, I guess, Joel, like one of the things I've been trying to do more is use social media like personally more like a business. So, like I deleted Facebook from my phone and I only use Facebook on my computer now, which is like in my head, I'm like, you know, a professional probably wouldn't be making like executive posts from a phone. You know, they'd be doing this through the business dashboard or whatever it might be. So, do you think there's value in people treating their social media accounts more like a business? Yeah, I actually do that a lot. Like there's sometimes I forget to even go onto my personal account. Like the other, like literally last night I was like, it was like eight o'clock and I had to, like, this is a great example. Like sometimes it's not perfect. Like you will mm. work till like eight. And then like I got back and it was eight and I was like just checking on Instagram to like mm-hmm. catch up on all the business notification stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I haven't even looked at my personal account for like two days. So obviously because you guys spend so much time on social media because of work and everything, like you kind of have to, like, how do you not get caught up in social media? Like when you're on it all day, mm. because there is so much like negativity and it is so hard to kind of separate yourself from it. Like how do you guys deal with it when you're on it all day for work and then probably uh, yeah. after work as well for personal use and everything? <laughs> yeah. I think I've like, obviously it, it's only recently, like I've had the business for like three, just over three years now, but um, like I've only in the last like couple months, I've really learned how to like just not get caught up and keep scrolling and keep going through it and things like that. Obviously sometimes you will like just keep going because you just, you're like not too busy. So yeah, I can do this, but um, I don't know. I think it's just discipline and it's just like understanding that like having your to-do list written out and have it right in front of you is like the biggest thing. Cause you're like, you look up and you're like, Oh, I actually got to do some stuff. I can't just be strong on my phone. Um, and yeah, it's not, it's not super healthy to be on it all the time just cause like you write me with all the negativity and negativity and all that stuff that's out there. It's just, yeah, you, you got to be careful of that, but it's just, I don't know. It's just discipline and just understanding that like, I do have to do work and I'm at work. So I got to shut that off. 
Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's just a good balance. You got to figure for, it out. For sure. One of the questions that I had kind of stems around this idea of putting goodness out into the world. Uh, like in your case, it's through business, but from like a social media sense, like one of the things that I always try and frame my mind of is like, if I'm going to post something or if I'm going to put out a video or a photo, like what is that actually going to present me to the world? Like, mm. if that yeah. makes sense, you know, like from a personal brand kind of standpoint, mm. like I want people to have a perception of me that's true to who I am as opposed to putting out kind of fake content. And I yeah. feel like you dealing with lots of businesses though, you frame your mind in that sense as well for those businesses. You know, yeah. so how, how do you think that kind of ties into the whole scheme of personal use of social media, you know? Yeah, like so like watching, are you saying like watching um, like the things that you post that it's not negative and all Yeah, that pretty stuff. much. Like, like what are your yeah. advice or what are your tips for putting goodness out into the world through the channels that you have access to? Yeah, I think... I, it's one of those things that like you're right whatever you post is gonna it's like all perception like people mm -hmm. will take whatever you post the way they want to take it mm -hmm. but like you also allow people to do that if you're posting something that's like risky or, mm -hmm. or like in a sense of like you're making a statement that yeah. like, is not necessary and mm -hmm. people don't actually care about your statement yeah. <laughs> which is like <laughs> as harsh it is yeah. as it is like like if people don't you know if you don't have that much of a following people mm -hmm. aren't going to care what you say but yeah. they will care when it's something that people can get offended at. Mm. Um, so yeah, you never want to offend people in real life. So mm. why would you do it on social media? Mm. It's yeah. just like that whole keyboard warrior thing, like going back yeah. and forth between that. I love but that yeah, term because I always imagine someone just like bashing on their keyboard, yeah, like, like getting super hyped and super <laughs> like amped about like the most minute thing. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just like, if you're not going to say it in person, don't say it over social media, same yeah. with texting and things like that like it's just not worth it <laughs> yeah i love that so mia actually came up with this question i thought it was such a good one but has there ever been a time i know you've only been in business for a short while but has there been a moment in that three years where you felt that you've had to turn back to your faith for guidance all the time really like, <laughs> yeah all the time especially when it comes to um there's like multiple things like one being in the world of business like mm -hmm. it's very different to the world of christianity like yeah and everyone's morals are different which is mm -hmm. fine like everyone's different in what they believe in but mm -hmm. it's just if you don't have good friends around you and you don't have like a good group of people outside of mm -hmm. your business network mm -hmm. then like who support you and especially people who have the same morals or similar morals than you well when it comes to clients like every client i'm like this is such a blessing like the way we get clients is like Sometimes it's crazy and it's like, I don't even, this person sometimes just shows up and it's always at the right time. Like as like people are probably going to be like, oh, that's just, you know, coincidence. But like, I genuinely believe that it's just like, it's godly timing. Mm. And like every morning, like I'll pray that I get like for, pretty much because our family has different businesses. Mm -hmm. So like, I'll pray that all of our businesses is a profitable day or it's a, we have favor when we're talking to clients, we have favor in these situations and that we can help people. Um, and like help different businesses. And I feel like the fact that we just pray that, it's just like, if you ask, you'll receive. And like, God wants to give you stuff. And um, like, if you're not asking for different things, obviously you're not mm. gonna be greedy, but yeah, like, yeah. you can, you have the will to ask and God's yeah. given you that opportunity, so. I love that. Cause I, yeah. I also think like, one of the things that I struggle with, particularly with businesses, not so much interweaving faith into my business because I know there are businesses out there like I always think like of Chick-fil-A like this fast food restaurant <laughs> yeah, in, in the States you know like yeah they're like closed on Sunday and they're actively preaching through their business and I kind yeah. of frame it in okay well I, I kind of want to do that you know like is that the way that I bring faith into my business but then like you said I think it's so much more about 
the daily things you know it's acting yeah. in a way that promotes faith and just being a good person and approaching things yeah. in a good way and being thankful and, and appreciating the blessings you know yeah and, an and the way you thing. do business as well is a big thing like mm. like honestly a lot of our clients because the marketing industry is like it's just terrible sometimes like people you guys would know it with your business as well anyone who's worked with an agency mm -hmm. or like multiple agencies would have had a terrible experience with someone mm -hmm. like it's just it's a fact <laughs> um and people get ripped off because it's something that people don't understand like mm -hmm. they'll use terminology that's just like you're like uh what does that mean so mm -hmm. then they charge you more and they mm -hmm. realize that and it's just like it's just the way people do business sometimes but like even when like I'm talking to like staff members and stuff, I'm just like, all right, when you're talking to a client, make sure that you're like being honest and upfront about everything. When they ask you a question, answer it and make sure it's simple. Don't like mm. use terminology so they don't understand. So if they mm -hmm. get fussy about something. To make you think but, um, smarter or whatever mm -hmm. it might be. Yeah, like mm. it doesn't matter. Like you can, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. So it's just you, being good in business and not like ripping people off. Mm -hmm. That's like a way to show God. That's just being yeah. a, gen a genuinely good person Mm. is like people will ask questions and like oh, like you're just so nice like or mm. like oh like we just love working with you guys there's just something about it there's always mm. those conversations and you get yeah. that when you're a nice person outside of business mm. as well mm. they're like oh there's just something different about you <laughs> and that's like the opportunity when you can yeah. say like sometimes it's like a bit awkward and you're like mm. oh yeah thanks yeah, <laughs> but yeah. there is sometimes when you can just be like oh yeah like that's just because I believe in God and we have yeah. morals that are backed on the Bible. Yeah. And it's different. You have opportunities, but yeah, well, there's, I guess, like, there's even, different ways. Even knowing it in yourself, though, like when people pay you those compliments or like, for instance, yeah. like at, at our work, when say a client's pleased with our service or whatever it is, it's like, yeah, we know it's like that because it's the good intent that we have. You know, we're not trying yeah. to sell you on anything because that's not yeah. like what we feel like we're called to do. Like we're, we're yeah. called to you know, give you good advice or, you know, provide a good service like you do. Yeah, yeah. and just God honoring. Like, I guess everything mm, that we do- That's the word, God honoring. Like in, in our business, like whether it's like the smallest task or like the most important task, it's always like, okay, am I doing this in a way that if like Jesus saw me right now, would he be <laughs> proud of me or would he, yeah, like exactly. how would he feel about this? So I guess when that's always in the back of your mind, um, like you really can't go wrong. You can't really do anything mm. wrong. I think if you've always got that, mm. like, okay, I'm doing this because I know that if Jesus saw what I'm doing right now, he'd be so super proud and happy of me. Yeah. So I think yeah. that mm. that's helped me. Yeah. I think one of the things I'm learning too, like, I don't know if this is just a Hills district thing, but I'm starting <laughs> to notice and find so many businesses that are rooted in faith. And it's that same thing that we're talking about. Like they just don't actively promote it. But if you get to know yeah. the owners or you get to know the service, it's like, okay, like there's something, yeah. there's something going on here. You can like, tell, you can always tell. Yeah, like, like I, I've seen your hands up. Like if you showed me your Spotify playlist, I'm sure there'd be some worship <laughs> on there. <laughs> yeah, the new album. Yeah, um, that, I actually have a story. We went, cause mum and dad went on a little holiday to uh -huh. Terrigal like a couple weeks ago. Nice. Um, and I just went up for like a couple of days, um, me and Grace and we, we were just like, we we're at this like clothing store. It's like a linen clothing store. It's so mm. nice. And um, <laughs> I love linen. It's like the best material. <laughs> but it creases. I'm wearing a linen shirt. Yeah, and like down here, it's issue. like all creased. And, like, <laughs> I don't want to stand up. But um, yeah, we're at this shop and this girl was just so nice and she was so bright. And like, mm. she just like, she's just such a nice person. And then like, we were with mum and dad and mum literally said like, can I ask you Christian? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually Christian. And then it's like, you can always just tell, like, obviously yeah. I wouldn't, I'm like, I would not have the confidence. Not that <laughs> yeah, it's just so, but yeah. mom's like very, you know mm. what mom's like. But um, yeah, like that just shows you that she actually didn't say anything mm. about like God. Like she didn't even, yeah. you know, but mm. it's just, you can tell, you can tell in someone. Just the way through acting. Yeah. 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 How do you kind of 
use your faith to help you build like more meaningful, I guess, relationships and connections in business. Mm. So whether that be like with your clients or with your like referral partners, your colleagues, anything like that. Yeah, I think it's, it's like, well, in BNR, they always talk about like having good values anyway. And then like when you get a referral, chase up on it, don't just let it sit there. Um, But it's just at the end of the day, like building relationships with people, just treat everyone the same. Like don't, especially when it comes to business, people like or in anything, even in your job, like you get treated based on your title and you get treated based on like your role. And like you find that when like you guys might have even seen it, like sometimes clients are more likely to come on board like with your dad because he's the Mm. owner. And it's like, it's ridiculous that that's a thing. Like Mm. it's just like, like I have that, especially with like Audrey sometimes, like, Mm -hmm. like people are just like, oh, can I talk to the owner? It's like, it's yeah. like that whole like Karen mentality. Like yeah. <laughs> I want to speak to the manager. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, it's just, I think just building like good relationship and not yeah. caring about who they are or what their title yeah. is or if they're like, because mm-hmm. in BNI, there's like, um, for everyone who doesn't know who what BNI is, it's a networking group, by the way. Yeah. But um, uh, like in BNI, you you have people that are business owners, but you also have like, like Andy, for example, yeah. he's not the owner. He yeah. is like just one of the main staff. He's really members. passionate about his yeah. business. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's like a main mm-hmm. physio, but all that stuff. But he like, like you don't treat him differently or like, yeah, think, mm-hmm. yeah it's just, I think it's just treating people the same, treating people yeah. every, like as equal as you mm-hmm. can, not caring mm-hmm. about where they're from or what the title or what their job is. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, I love that because it's also like, yeah, because people sometimes think, oh, okay, I have to put my business hat on today. But yeah. in reality, it's like, no, if you just have the one hat, like you're going to yeah. come across as more authentic and people are going to yeah. feel more approachable to you and, and all these different things. Yeah, so no, definitely. Speaking of Audrey, how have you been finding having stuff and having to like control <laughs> that whole sphere of business? Yeah, well, Audrey's like, because we have like some contractors that we get to come in uh-huh. for things because it's like a creative I agency. So. so like yeah. it's some stuff is project-based. Yeah. Um, but Audrey, who's like pretty much the main person, she um she manages all the social media accounts now, which is great. Um, cause that gets so tedious. Like, oh, I, I bet. I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. I yeah, struggle yeah, with this podcast, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, all that stuff. And then when I started the business about a year into it, I was like, it was when I joined b actually, um, like six weeks into b my business had doubled and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't like, you know, there's all this stuff happening. How do I handle this? Like I can't post 15 awesome. social media accounts. Yeah. It's just too um, much. Yeah. So then. She came on board and started doing some work with us just as like contracting. But then, mm. yeah, it's it's just, it is good. And she's super easy to like deal yeah, with and she understands. She's been there long enough that she understands like how to communicate. But yeah, I think as a business, you do have to be smart about when you hire someone because you, you don't want to hire them too late in a sense of like, you're so busy that you have no time to train because yeah. then you lose the quality of work. Yeah. But then you don't want to hire them too early because then you get in this rut and you can't afford mm-hmm. someone. But yeah. you just got to find that sweet spot of like, for sure. is this the right time or do I just need to expand yeah. my capacity a little bit more? I'm just yeah. glad it's working for you. Audrey's such a keeper. Yeah. I, fe- I actually, do you know the story of how me and Audrey met? Oh, yeah. Something about school. Or like yeah, it was so <laughs> random. We were at um, the Macquarie Incubator, which is pretty much a hub for small yeah. businesses and, and entrepreneurs to hang out and grow. And it was in my first year of uni and I went just to, you know, just get that little bit of extra pizzazz in my uni life because yeah. the academic theory <laughs> wasn't doing it for me, you know. And yeah, we're yeah. at this like workshop where we had to do like um, a business model canvas on like a whiteboard with like post-it notes. And like yeah. me and her got along like so well. But then like, that was it. Like, I think I added her on Facebook and then like never thought of it any different because in my mind, Macquarie Park is 35 minutes away, which means no one (laughs) from like my part of Sydney is ever going to cross paths with me ever again, unless I'm at uni. 
then I was at B and I'm like, I know you. She's I like, I know that you. Day. And then <laughs> I, I was like, oh, yeah. it was so funny. But I was like, oh, I met you at a youth camp. And she's like, yeah, nah, that didn't happen. And I was like, I, I met you somewhere. Like, I know, I know you. Uh, and then we, we worked it out that it was Macquarie. But that's when I was like, okay, nah, she's going to be a good worker because she was like actively yeah. seeking more knowledge. You know, at yeah, she's, she's so good at like, she's great. She always like wants to learn something. She's always like awesome. trying to, and even when it comes to business wise, she's always mm-hmm. like, all right, who's like the next, like, type of client we're going to look for like that. who's the next kind of you know it's yeah. she's great she's really she's good super active helpful. and super yeah i think as well initiative. like for us because we've got two um vas um mm. over in the philippines and at the time that we hired them like we didn't actually realize that they were like people of faith we didn't know that they were believers mm. or anything <laughs> so and mm. um it just so happened you know like later it's so funny because the interviewing process over there like you can literally ask them any question like, like if you ask someone in an interview here like what's your religion it's like oh bro you're going oh, to jail yeah you're, like, going, you're getting sued, just discrimination you're going to jail but there it's like pretty much expected you yeah. know like it's, it's wow. and um so we were interviewing this one girl who we hired and she was telling us you know what she does on the weekends and her interests and hobbies and everything mm. and she's like oh on the weekends i um you know like i lead a bible study for for kids in my community and, and they've just brought like just another level of like our faith into the business yeah so now that we've got like you know our whole team are people of faith Mm. like the way that we um just run everything i feel like has completely changed and Mm. so now every time you know if we get into you know if we're dealing with a hard client or something like Mm -hmm. that like okay let's just all pray about it yeah because we're all on the same level like we're Mm. all on the same page with that kind of thing and like Mm. we even made Mm. um like a shared worship playlist that we all listen to (laughs) i think being in being in business with people who are of the same faith Mm -hmm. like it's just so um but i it's just amazing. I think it's good for them as well. Like one of the issues one of them had in her previous um, employer was that there was no freedom. Like there was no freedom to be who mm. you are. And like we're saying, yeah. like trying to wear one hat, like how can you wear one hat in business if, you know, 90% of your life is faith-based? Like that's, yeah. it's just not healthy to go to work and have to close that side of mm. you off. And so they, I think, get more fulfilling what's the word more fulfillness <laughs> out of their day more fulfillingness more fulfillness out of <laughs> their day yeah hey we do it all yeah, the yeah. time you would be surprised yeah. we have like a love like this made up word like dictionary <laughs> <laughs> That's so yeah but it's true but yeah, like, no, they're, they're right. just more engaged and more authentic in themselves at work and i think that that's something really important especially now that like we kind of manage them you know we've never been in a position yeah. where we've had to worry about other people at work before but knowing that yeah. they're happiness and in the times when they're not happy, that they have their faith to fall back on. It's just, it's comforting, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I yeah. guess as well, because like we're all people of faith, like when you when you do have that um, as your backbone, mm. like you kind of have a, I don't know, I like to call it like a spirit of excellence. Like mm. you always yeah. try and go above and beyond true. for everyone. Like mm. you try to do the best that you can because that's God honoring. And like, mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, I just, I just think, being in business with people who are of the same faith is just so mm. important, um, especially like for for us young guys. <laughs> so true. Yeah, definitely. So to finish, Joel, because I know you've got another uh, busy yeah. meeting to get to. No, um, you're good. This might be a bit of a hard question, and if you have to think about it, that's okay. But what do you think is the greatest lesson that you've learned in business so far? Like, if there's one thing you could tell Ooh. someone, you know, like what would it be? Do you think greatest lesson in business? Hmm. Mm. It's hard because there's so many lessons that I've so learned in business, so especially like being young in business. Yeah, so true. Mm, greatest lesson. It's probably tying in with a lot of different things that we've talked mm-hmm. about, but it's honestly just like just be yourself, but also have that 
um, whether you're a Christian or not, or like whether you believe in God or not, believe that you're like good enough to do your job because mm-hmm. everyone else is like, honestly, everyone's in the same boat. Like when you look at someone in the city who's got this big high rise, mm-hmm. like half the time they have no idea what they're doing and they still mm-hmm. got to figure it out. Like everyone's just figuring everything out. Mm-hmm. Like no one's the professional, like, mm-hmm. or like no one's the the best at one mm-hmm. thing, if that makes sense. There's yeah. always something that someone's learning. Yeah. So like understanding that and being yourself is probably the mm. biggest thing. Like don't get, yeah. don't be afraid if you like don't mm. understand something and you need to learn it because mm. yeah, that's just how it goes. That's how, how life is. Yeah. I love that so much too, because it brings in that whole idea of comparison. You know, you don't yeah. need to be comparing yourself to all these different people. Like I was listening to a podcast earlier today and it said that um Bill Gates' success comes pretty much down to luck. And the reason being was when yeah. he was in high school, his high school was the only school in all of America that had a computer. And if, and if he didn't go to that wow. school, Microsoft wouldn't have, ex- have existed, you know. And yeah, it was talking exactly. about how instead of looking at like that 0.0001% of successful people, like yeah. look at the rest. Like what are all the other people in the world doing that are still like well yeah. successful beyond their means, but they're just not in yeah. that super extra lucky category, you know. It's, yeah. it's just about. And I think, I think you can be inspired by people and mm-hmm. like. You can like copy people in the sense of like use things from what they do and mm-hmm. imp- implement it into your own business and your own work and all that stuff. Yeah. But like, just still do your own thing. Like, have mm-hmm. your own spin on everything you do. Mm-hmm. But and like, be yourself with it. You don't have to change the way you act depending yeah. on how you act. But you know, oh, you don't yeah. have to change like the core of who you are just mm-hmm. to be rich. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I actually think that's one thing you're really good at, me, is especially at work, just being super authentic in who yeah. you are. Like even when like she's talking to clients, like it's in her nice voice, you know, and the twins always <laughs> yeah. give a give her a smack for it. But like I, like I listen to her and I'm like, this is who you are all the time. You know, like yeah, you genuinely true. care and you're just oh. genuinely a humble person when it comes Thanks, to things. Guys. I would say the same about you too. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, just take the compliment, Mia. <laughs> no, I can't take one without giving one back. So give us game, right? See, this is what I'm talking about. She'll be on the phone to a client for half an hour just giving compliments like ping pong. <laughs> Like, oh my God, you're too nice. No, you're too nice. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But um, thank you so much for taking the time, Joel. That's okay. Very appreciative. Do you know how long it took me, like at least, how long has it been? Six months to convince the twins to let me start talking about business on a faith-based podcast? (laughs) Because it's the one area where we disagree. (laughs) Oh, really? That's so funny. It's it's like such a weird topic though. Like, it's not talked about a lot. That's probably why. Yeah, the relationship, is, like, because the twins are always like, oh, we just want this to be really authentic and, and really personal. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but you can have that, like, and treat it like a business in the yeah. same sense. Like, there doesn't have to be this disconnect, you know? It's not all about profit and numbers and, and all these different things. Yeah, you know? yeah. It just comes down to people. Other side to it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks again. We appreciate it. Good luck in your, your thanks, endless guys. meetings. We hope you loved this conversation. Some takeaways. Number one is that it's never too early to start a business. Yes, it helps to have supportive people around you, but if not, prove them wrong. Be authentic in everything you do, whether that's business or faith. Wear one hat and make sure it's the best and most humble one you've got. And lastly, having faith doesn't mean you always need to directly act in a way that shows you believe in God. There are subtle ways you can show those around you that God's got your back. Things like always be kind and a light in people's days. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay safe and we'll catch you guys next Saturday.